G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt. We've got a nine race card from Randwick, just your standard early winter card, so to speak, but it's a pleasure to be joined by, as always, Mark Sheen and Mark Roden. Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. How's this card looking up at Randwick? Well, um, it's a prediction of maybe some rain tomorrow and very strong wind, so uh, that does seem to affect Randwick uh, greatly, the wind factor, so... Um, might be a headwind in the back straight and and uh, chasing them home up the straight and maybe a chance of some showers. So, you know, I don't know how much rain we're going to get, but this track does seem to fall apart pretty quickly. So we'll just have to monitor uh, what we get throughout the day, I suppose. Okay. Sounds Rail in the true, so it might be slightly off on the fence. Yep. Uh, Mark Roden, have you got any game plan, so to speak, with this card? Um, not, not, a, not a particularly strong one. Um, yeah, what Mark mentioned that wind that you know forty odd kilometres southerly that's doesn't happen very often. Sometimes it can favour on paces uh, out of the shoot, uh, and it might counteract that normal uh, fence off pattern uh, with the true rail to some extent. But I'm very much waiting to see. I think. Okay, uh, just for some of the viewers who might not know about the Randwick shoots, what's the difference between the two shoots or the two starting positions there? Well, there's three actually. There's the thousand eleven hundred twelve hundred come out of a shoot, which is basically just one turn. Yeah. Uh, you know, straight run to the home turner, just over 400 metres uh, from home. Then there's the 1,400 metre shoot, where the 13, 1,400 metre race is run, which is on, just on a slighter angle uh, than that. And then there's the uh, 1,600, 1,600 metre races, which start in the back straight. So, um, yeah, the, the shoot is basically at 90 degrees, more or less, to the to the back straight. So the wind has a vastly different effect on the shoot to the circle races. Okay. Uh, let's have a look at these quaddy leagues. We'll start off with race six, which is an open handicap over 1,100 metres. In terms of the market, uh, Marway is favourite around the $2.70 mark. <laughs> then you're out to Enchanted Heart at $6. Uh, Southern Lad, best available, 11 You've got Adalong, actually, as well, at around $9.50. So that's your market there for race six. Mark Sheen, kick us off. Yeah, I think the, where the track ends up will have a big bearing on this race. Uh, Marway, if the track's not too bad, obviously the one to beat. But if we've got a deteriorating track, probably got to be some question mark um, about him. Uh, he was beaten as a Tucson favourite of Rockhampton. He's failed at Canterbury on a wet track, even though that day they didn't ride him for speed. They rode him off the pace. So he could probably make that a forgive run. Um yeah, look, if there's a bit of cut out of the track, I don't want to take the shorts. But, um, you know, if we're getting rain through the day, I'm saying, um, I'd probably entertain Wonderbar if that's the case. Um, so, you know, I'm sitting on the fence a little bit here, dependent on what happens through the day. Wonderbar, if it, we're getting some rain, and if it stays dry and on the improve, I think my way, obviously, the Wonder run down. Yep, neglected to mention Wonderbar in the market as well. Best available, $7. Mark Roden, any thoughts there to kick us off in the quaddy? Yeah, Wanderbar's the one I want to find, but it is going to depend on conditions. If uh, the forecast rain does turn up, it's going to play into her hands quite strongly. Um, Louise Day on board, she's, I think she's won two races on the horse, so that's not uh, a particular concern, her engagement um, tomorrow. Yeah, um, but as I say, this is condition dependent. It, firstly, that the rain does fall, and secondly, that they can make ground in the, in the short course races. If it's playing, if that Southerly is playing to the hands of on paces, Marway's going to be very hard to get past, I think. Um, there's the obvious, and the market's found him, but Wanderbar's the one I would like to back, but um, only if conditions suit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's going to be the pattern for the day, isn't it? A little bit of watch and see, depending on yeah. what unfolds. Uh, race seven is a benchmark seventy-eight over thirteen hundred meters. April rain two dollars is the best you're getting at the moment. You've got Dream Circle eight dollars fifty. Night at nine dollars. They're the horses in single figures. Mark Sheen, April rain. You backing or laying at even money, or are you just going to uh, stay out of this race? Looks a bit short to me. Um, look, I know she was very big at Gosford and uh, it was a very negative ride out of the stalls a long way back there. I'm not sure that I could come at evens. Look, I've, I've been on a nearly every start, I'd say, but um, that just seems to be a short quote to me. I know there's a lot of horses in this race which are resuming from a spell, um, so she might improve and the others look a bit fat. I'm not sure. And a lot will depend on the on the parade uh, for this race as well. I didn't like Knight's trials. Um, thought this horse has trialled okay on a couple of occasions this time in. Um, he has been unplaced twice on heavy ground, so probably a deteriorating track would be against him. Big heavy type, so you just have to monitor there. Um, if the track stays reasonably good, uh, I think April Rain certainly the one to beat, but I'm, I'm not sure I could come at that price. Um, so Yukon didn't didn't think it did much in its trial. They walked in that trial, so he couldn't get much of a guide. And I'm not sure that he'll get control here like he did in Melbourne when he raced uh, so well down there. Excuse me. Dream Circle up four kilos with no claim. So good win the other day, but um, that is a big hike in weight. So uh, night, if the track's not too bad, I'll, I might have something on it. Okay. And I think Rob Scurry was a little negative on April Rain first up as well. It goes for, from memory, wasn't he? Yeah, I, he was. She she yeah. didn't look any good. She didn't yeah. sweat um, before, and she sweated at Gosford. She she looked pretty big. Yeah. Okay, Mark Roden, your thoughts there on race seven? Yeah, I've, I'm more or less in agreement with the market here. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I think April Rain's clearly the one to beat. But they assessed it correctly. I think two dollars two dollars is very best. It's odds on most places. Not a bit for me at that price. Then I'm at I'm at the night as well in Dream Circle. Um, yeah, to bet against to bet against April Rain, though. To be honest, I'd need you know another negative yard report or a very strong push for one of the first uppers. I think yeah. you know the order I've got them. I've got an April Rain night, Dream Circle, then out to I mean Canasta and Invinciano, who were sort of good last prep, but they could quite conceivably just be here needing a run uh, tomorrow. Wound <coughs> up all ready to win first up. Um, yeah. Tight market. I think the market's pretty right and it makes it hard to bet, but April Rain, definitely the one to bet. Thank you. The race eight is an open handicap over 1,400 metres. Market has brutality favourite at $4.20. Then you've got 11.11 and Bandersnatch at $7 each. Military Zone and Lena's Hero around that $7.50 mark. Uh, Royal Celebrations, $9. True Detectives, 10 Asiago's, 12 Mark Sheen, can you sort this race out? Can't see much speed in this race, um, and for that reason, I'm giving Royal Celebration another chance here. Um, I think he's a better horse at 14 than 16, to tell you the truth, and he does like a bit of sting out of the ground. I think, um, I know Mark was a bit scathing of Andrew Atkins the other day, but I <laughs> do think the horse took charge of the rider to some degree. Uh, he did give him a dig out of the stores, but then he refused to settle. So um, I just think... Uh, he maps nicely here. He's got a good record at 1,400, and I think he's a bit of value in this race. Uh, look, I was on brutality at about 25s there at uh, Gosford the other day. That form does look outstanding, Brandenburg and Nudge. He does come back in distance, though, um, and is pretty skinny now at 4.20, and 
this is going to be a, probably a lot drier track than it was at Gosford, depending on how much rain we get. So uh, he's going to be giving them a big start. So you'd want the sweepers to be coming home uh, from the back there. So uh, just for a bit of value, I'm, I'm going to land on the three each way Royal celebration. Military zone, not a bad run first up. Couldn't have true detective. Um, he's gone from, I think, barrier one or two to barrier 13 here. So I'll, I'll let him go. Okay, Mark Roden, you're going to the well once more with Royal Celebration? Yeah, I think so. I'm not going to relitigate what happened in the Scone Cup. But, um, <laughs> well, it's day opens off anyway. Which yeah, is yeah. Not a bad jockey change uh, we've seen in recent times. Um, yeah, that day, I mean, it was just a day, regardless of why he ended up there, it was just a day where it was impossible to be on pace. Yeah. Every winner was swooping or coming from, you know, off speed at least. Um, he was totally unsuited. I think he's better suited here. I think he's back blood. So yes, we'll chase the money there. I've, I'm going to back True Detective. Uh, the barrier um, is the worry, but I thought with the lack of speed on paper, they might go forward. Uh, it, it's raced. It's not a leader by any stretch of the imagination, but it's it's raced handy, and if they just show a bit of imagination, um, I think it can run well with 51 kilos. I mean, it's coming off a second to Lost and Running, which is. You know, <clears throat> I know a few horses come through that race, but that reads outstandingly, considering uh, he's got no weight as well. Um, yeah, if, yeah, just ridden with a bit of positivity, I think it can run well. I'm going to take the gamble at the price anyway. Um, that said, if they just decide, we heard Chris Waller say that his his map is dictated by the barrier a bit, yeah. so <laughs> if he's going to stick to that plan, it might be out the back and have, have a task. But um I concur with Mark and Brutality. When I first saw the fields and saw Brutality 52 kilos after chasing um, uh, Brandenburg and Nudge last time, that, that, that certainly reads well, but I think they priced it correctly. And, um, yeah, he certainly wants the softer, the better for him. Um, yeah, it, I think this is a pretty good race. Um, I don't think it ends there, for the ones we've mentioned uh, either, but I thought Royal Celebration and possibly True Detective with the value. Okay. Go home with a benchmark 78 over 1,100 metres. Malkovich is favourite at $3.30 with Hulk and Bellucci Babe at $4.80 each. Lillimore is $7.50. And that's well and truly the only horses in single figures. Mark Sheen, anything in the last? Well, this Malkovich is a speed merchant. Uh, he has been beaten uh, twice on wet tracks, uh, but both times at 1,200 metres. Um, so he comes back to a more suitable trip on uh, to 1,100 metres here. Look, he's going to go fast. Um, again, dependent on how the track's playing and how much rain we get with him. Um, at this stage, I'd probably say I, I don't want to back it. I'm going to back Hulk again. I think he just got into the wrong spot on the turn the other day. Too far back, had to come wide. Doesn't seem like he can do that at Rose Hill um, at the moment. So I thought he was game in defeat there the other day after coming out slowly. So with all the speed in the race uh, here, I think that Hulk uh, will get a nice run. He should handle these conditions. He's raced well over the trip and uh, also on the track before. So another one also who is very dependent on what it does rain-wise is Plaquette, much better on top of the ground and a very good run at uh, Caulfield last start. So if the track uh, stays reasonably dry without too much rain, Plaquette and Hulk, but uh, Hulk on top for me. Okay, Mark Roden, anything for yourself in the last race? Yeah, well, I wanted to back Hulk and Plaquette too, and I just, Plaquette has literally just come out. Oh, <laughs> hasn't it? Oh, I didn't well, see yeah, it. Well, we happened almost before my eyes just then, so, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be left with Hulk as well, but, again, echoing what Mark said, the, if this big southerly blows up and these on pace are the 
hard to run down. That's going to play right into Nokovic's hands. That's obvious. Same, very similar story to Marway in race uh, six. But if it's playing anything like there, I think Hulk, Randwick 1100, gets his chance. Brandenburg has, uh, not Brandenburg, what's he called? Malkovich has won at the Randwick 1100. Um, but he, he, the race didn't break particularly well with me and he, he sort of fell in that day. He, he will get tired in that last 100 if the track is playing fair and it is possible to make ground. So Hulk's the one I've found. Um, they did say Malkovich won on a six there that day, and it was dead set at three. No, yeah, it was, it was not that <laughs> effective. No, no. On the times, it was not a six. No, correct. But uh, he, he, look, I mean, the point is he, he was getting the staggers late that day, too, yeah. even off the dry track. Um, uh, yeah, so left with Hulk, I, I, I want to, yeah, I thought they put up a good price hit, but unfortunately we'll uh, have to wait for another day with her. Um, yeah, I think Lily Moore's half making the market a bit here because she's a leader and she's not going to get anything like control with Malkovich in the race, so things that have to um, fall into place for her to win, and I don't think they will. And I could... Bulgogi Babe's last run was good, but at 480, I think it's uh, well and truly short enough. So, yeah, by a process of elimination and assuming a fairish track, number seven, Hulk. Okay. Very good. That brings us to the end. Uh, we'll run through any best plays you're having or thinking about on this card or any other card for that matter. Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. Um, I like um, Six Gun in race five. Uh, now, he was beaten first up against older horses, but uh, he was four wide and a limb outside the lead there. I know it's only one turn, but just got in a bad spot. Winner sat behind him, had the suck run. I think he's back to his own age here. Sting out of the track, no problem. Gets to 1,200 for the first time. And I think that'll suit him. So I'm going for him. Race five, number seven is my best. Okay, beautiful. Mark Roden, any best play on the card? Yeah, I've got one in the same race. I wouldn't call it a best bet, more a value bet. Yep. Uh, it's number six, Gravina, who was <coughs> through a race at Scone, chased, uh, chased a far, very fast pace that day and was run down on the line by Bravado and... Dynamic Impact, who ran, I think, fourth or fifth in that race, came out and won on Wednesday, so the form's holding up all right. Uh, Reese Jones, I think this isn't his first ride in a blue jacket. It's one of his first, so he'll be out to impress, no doubt. The horse is in well with his claim and seems to map well, so double-figure odds are good entertainer, small play on that horse. Okay, I can back both quite happily in race five. Sounds like a good plan. Now, thank you to you both. We'll catch up next week to preview the meeting from Rose Hill, it is. Uh, until then... Go well in the pump. See you later.